welcome to the Loving Yourself, Healing Yourself podcast. My name is Savannah McMillan and I am an intuitive mindset coach and I'm here to help you learn how to live, laugh, and fully, fully love yourself again after the unthinkable happens. So as a mommy without her baby, I've been through so many ups and downs over these past few years when it comes to grieving and growing and then grieving some more. So this podcast is your safe space to be honest, be open and be supported as you finally find a way forward with all the love and compassion that you deeply deserve for yourself. So if you're an angel mom looking for someone to hold your hand as you go through your own grief journey so that you can find a way forward to go from surviving to thriving forward, then this podcast is for you. One of the things that is really important to discuss is the importance of valuing yourself and understanding that your words do matter and that you have a story, that you have a voice and that there's something that you have been thinking, feeling, experiencing that needs to be shared, that needs to be said, that needs to be heard by other people in this world. And that there are things within you, within your past that have shaped who you are and have helped to mature you, to strengthen you and to open your your mind and your heart in different ways. And you may not realize that yet, but there are so many people out there that need to hear the things that you've gone through, that need to understand what it looks like to get to the other side of some of the things that you have dealt with. Because there's so many people out there that are still still dealing with what you've already overcome. And there's so many people that are stuck in those places where they haven't yet gotten through that. And they don't believe that other people have gone through this like them. And they don't believe that there's a way forward, that there's a way through what they went through. And so it's really important that you understand the power of your voice and understand that it's completely natural to be afraid to share your story, to be fearful of being heard because so many people, right? So many people fear that same thing. It's kind of like being afraid of being on stage. Like, so when you're afraid of being on stage, you're often not afraid of the stage itself. You're afraid of the audience. You're afraid of the audience perception of who you are in response to what you're going to say. So like being on stage, Most people who are afraid of being on stage are afraid that they will be judged for what they have to say, that they won't be heard while they're speaking, that they'll be boring or uninteresting, that people will walk out, that people will get angry, that people will misunderstand them, that people just generally won't care about what they have to say when they're on stage. Well, that's the exact same thing that the majority of people feel when they're faced with an opportunity to share their story and share their perspective and share what they've been through, even if they know it may help somebody else, because there's so many other people in this world that are negative and are critical of other people and are looking for ways to tear other people down. And so a lot of times that's kind of what we focus on when we think that we even have a chance to say something. We get stuck and we don't speak up because we're so afraid of those people who are going to have something negative to say that are going to judge us for what we're sharing or mistreat us or mistreat what they hear about us, right? 
So when I say mistreat what they hear about us, it means they're going to hear something that they may not agree with and they may use that against us. Because a lot of people are actually afraid of just that happening, of saying the wrong thing or being misunderstood by the wrong people. And then that situation being taken to another level or taken to another space that they can't control. And then it'll have a snowball effect where they feel like now I I can't take that back. I can't get that situation fixed or changed. And now I really regret opening my mouth to begin with. So One of the things I like to help people to understand is that we all go through those same fears. And what happens is our stories are something that are important to us. And we have this need to protect ourselves by protecting our stories and not sharing those stories. Because once we're vulnerable, once we're honest and open in ways that we're not used to, then we're putting that risk out there of being hurt of being taken advantage of, of being disappointed and of all the negative things that we don't want in this world. And we're so focused on those thoughts that we don't realize that they're stopping us from opening up our hearts and our minds and our our words for the people out there that deeply need to hear us, that deeply need to connect to us, that deeply need that inspiration to know that they can move forward and that someone understands them, that someone has been there, or even that someone is currently dealing with that too. How many times have you gone through something and you felt like I must be the only person on earth that is dealing with this? I am the only person that could have have this problem. You know, no one else could possibly understand what I'm dealing with. How many times have you had those same thoughts? Because I know there have been times in my life where I honestly have had those thoughts myself. And I think every human can relate to that moment where they're like, you know, this is just a me thing. Of course, this is happening to me. All the things happen to me and not in a good way, right? So sometimes we get stuck in that space and we really believe it's only us. And a lot of us do find our way through that. But what about the people that don't? What about the people that get stuck in that space because they don't recognize that there are other people like you in the world that have been there? that can understand and help them through that, even if all you can do is sincerely listen and sincerely care about what they're enduring and be that person that's there for them, be that person that shows them kindness and consideration, compassion and empathy. What if you are that person and the only reason they don't know you exist and the only reason they still feel alone is because you are not using your voice that you are not sharing your story, you're not talking about your journey, you're not speaking up when you can and, and just being who you are so that they can find you, that they can hear you and know you and know that this person represents something for me. This person inspires me and this person is someone that I can look up to and that I can be connected to because of what I'm going through, because of what they've been through and because they get me. Like you would be surprised how many people in this world are watching us are listening to us honestly good and bad right there are people that are waiting for us to fail but there are also people that are waiting for us to succeed there are people that are amazed by us that are surprised by us and you'd actually be really surprised how many people there are in this world that see you and see so much goodness in you so many amazing things and and ideas that you have that you don't even realize that they're seeing in you because you don't see it in yourself and because you haven't recognized that 
but they recognize that and they're watching from a distance. They haven't yet said anything, but they're seeing it. They're noticing it. They're noticing how you've overcome certain things. They're seeing how you've changed as a person, how you've grown, how you've matured, how you've expanded your life, expanded your finances, how you just speak to other people. Sometimes all that people need to see is that there are other good people in this world, that there are other good people out there that care for them to feel inspired to go on, for them to feel prepared to tackle whatever the day is bringing. Sometimes that's all people need. But if you don't use that voice of yours, if you're not being honest about who you are, if you're not opening up to the world and making those connections, then they don't know you exist. They don't know you're out there and they believe that they are all alone. And so our voice What we have to say, our journey, our history, our story, it's powerful, it's meaningful, it's impactful. And the thing is, when we go through things, like my husband says this all the time, but when we go through things, there's often a message within that mess. And what he likes to say is oftentimes people have no idea that there's a deeper message in the mess that they're going through because their mess has to age which means they have to get a little bit further from that mess to be able to look back and truly see it. And once you look back and see it, you'll discover the message within the mess. It just has to age kind of like fine wine or even cheese. So if you look at it, mess and age come together to spell message. And so there is a message within all of the mess you've endured, but you may need more time to really recognize that and resonate with that. And sometimes you may not even know it until you start sharing it, until you start putting it out there for other people to hear it and for them to say, wow, I can't believe you dealt with that. Wow, I can never imagine that. Or, oh my God, I've been through that too. And oh my God, I'm so thankful you shared that with me. You would be surprised the amount of people who would feel so humbled and so thankful to just hear about that mess that you survived and hear about what you learned, what you took away from and what you endured and overcame in that space. There are so many people that don't have that. They don't know where to look for that. And they don't know that people like you exist who've gone through that and you're still standing. And even if you don't feel like you're still standing, even if you're questioning why you are still here, maybe, just maybe, the reason you are still here and the reason why you're surviving day after day is because you still have a purpose within that mess, within that message, within the voice, within the journey that you've taken to get to where you are. Maybe there's still people out there that need you, that are hoping for you and waiting for you, that you need to connect to, that you need to inspire, that you need to get from where they are to where they want to be in their lives, Rather, that's a connection to someone who truly loves them. Rather, that's the confidence to speak up for themselves or to break out of the bad situation they've been in, the bad job, the bad marriage, the bad neighborhood, whatever it may be. There are people that are going through what you've gone through and they don't know that there is a way forward, but you have gone through and you've gotten through to the other side. And some days, right? Some days it does not feel like you have made it through. Some days it doesn't feel like it was worth it. Some days it's not going to feel like there's a mess or there's a message in any of that mess. But trust me, there is. 
because I have been through so many things. I have lost, I have lost some really, really painful things in my life. And at the time going through that, I couldn't understand, you know, why me? But even in those moments, I felt like there's something more to this. This is something bigger than me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is, but there's something here. There's something here that means something. And I don't know why I have to go through it. I don't know what it means for me, but maybe it means something for someone else. Maybe someone else needed for me to go through this and for me to survive this so that they can survive what they are going through. And that's how I often see a lot of things that I endure. And sometimes that's exactly why we are going through what we're going through because we don't believe right we don't believe that we're strong enough to endure we don't believe that we have it in us to get through it we don't think that we're powerful we don't think that we're strong we don't think that we're capable and then we make it through it and we find that wow I survived something I never thought I could survive I got through something I never imagined having to get through and I'm still here Wow, what does that mean about me? What does that say about my life, my ability, my my power within myself? And then what does that look like and feel like for those who watched you, for those who know you, for those that don't even know you, but may get to know you, may meet you and, and learn about you and say, wait, you've been through what? Wait, you lost what? Wait, you, you've done what? Can you imagine the 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 breakthroughs that other people can have just by experiencing your journey, just by hearing your heart, your mind, and all the things you've endured and all the ways you've grown and changed and learned. Can you even imagine that? I want you to really take some time to think about that. Think about a time where you have been in that space where you got to meet somebody or get to know, got to know somebody or heard somebody speaking that you thought was this amazing person or that you admired, or you just thought was all rainbows and puppies and sunshine. And then you found out something, something terrible happened to them or something really challenging or something, you know, unimaginable occurred in their life. And you're just blown away. Like, wow, I would have never known by your demeanor, by your personality, by your voice, by your position, by your, you know, level of income, by all these things that you have, all these external things that I see, I would have never imagined these, you know, deeper level things that you've overcome or these deeper level things that no one else knows about, you know, and those things that they went through are part of what helped shape them into the people that we now admire, into the people that we've now watched grow and we've looked up to. There are so many people in this world that have been through so much and you wouldn't know it until you've bought their book or heard that one interview or just met them in person. There are some people that you won't know for years what they've endured as children, as teenagers, as young adults, and even as older adults. You would be surprised, but those people got through what they went through and they're still getting through. Sometimes it's still a continual process, but that process is helping to grow their minds, their hearts, their spirits. And that growth for them, that journey for them is also inspiring other people. Even if other people don't know that's what they're enduring, they're seeing that light, they're seeing that life, and they're seeing the way they carry themselves. And they're aspiring to be that type of person too. So you could be that same person for so many other people. Even if you don't feel like you're at that point, even if you're questioning, what do I have to offer the world? 
I don't think I'm special. I don't think I'm an expert in anything. I've never gotten a degree or had a fancy job or driven a fancy car. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you from someone who has had those things, okay, that none of that really matters. The only time those things matter are for those people that are strictly about money and strictly about image. And the thing is, you'll find that people with a large amount of money are not always the happiest people because money can't buy happiness. Money can buy opportunity. Money can buy time in the sense of like freedom to do other things with your time. But money can't buy feelings. Money can't buy loyalty. Money can't buy true love. It can buy opportunity for a different level of love or a different level of connection or a different level of networking or better health insurance or a better vehicle. But really, it can't buy the deeper level feelings. And when I say it can maybe buy true love, or a different level of love, that level of love is directly correlated with your income. And so you may have the opportunity at a higher level income to meet or match with a person who also has higher level income, right? And you two may fall for each other and you may not have had the opportunity to fall for this person and vice versa when you had less money. But does that love that you have with that person differ from the love you could have had when you had less money? No. Feelings are feelings and the money doesn't make a difference about that. But people get so caught up in all the external things that they think that's what matters. They think the degrees and the cars and the homes and all the fancy, sparkly, pretty things are what make them important and what give them validity and make them someone of of worth. It's not. There are plenty of people that have a lot of money that aren't the best of people, but there are also plenty of people who have little to no money and they have the biggest hearts. They are the most inspiring of people. They are the kindest and most committed, most inspiring people you may ever meet. And that also is the same for some people with money because the money factor doesn't make a difference. The degrees don't make a difference. You can get all, let me tell you something. I have right now two degrees. I have a bachelor's degree, a master's of science in human services, and I'm currently working on my MBA, although I'm not sure how long I'm going to work towards this. I mean, I have a 4.0 and that's all fine and good, but my heart is not fully feeling it right now. But the point is, Those degrees, ask me what I've learned, right? Ask me what I've learned from these degrees. Ask me what truly mattered to me while I was working towards those degrees. Ask me what carried over from my first degree to my second one to my third one. Not much of anything, right? It's it's the same thing as when we grew up and went to high school and elementary school and we were throwing all this knowledge and all this information that we didn't find that useful and then got into the real world and forgot most of it, right? When you go to your your when you go to college, it's the same thing. I mean, sure, you may go into a specific deal, let's say accounting, and you may get a job in accounting, but the only reason you acquire that knowledge and maintain it is because you're actively using it every day if you get a job as an accountant. But even in those circumstances, you still have to be trained by that company on their systems and with the way they do things. Yeah, you have that that background because you have the educational experience. So you have the foundation, but if you went to school for accounting and you got a job 
in some other field because maybe that's all that was available or maybe it paid more or maybe it was just something that caught your attention and you wanted to work your way up, you may find that you're no longer in accounting or business at all. Maybe you're HR uh a director somewhere and that has nothing to do with accounting well after about I'd say maybe two years I guarantee you that if you're not actively using that accounting knowledge I mean every day day in and day out what you learned in those years of going to school you're not going to retain and that's what happens to a lot of people we go to school for these degrees which might I add, are not negatives, right? But we go to school for these degrees where we're kind of told to make your whole life decision by the time you turn 18, figure out what you want to do, what you want to be, and then stick to that for the rest of your life. Because when you go to school, you're going to get a degree in that, you're going to graduate, the idea is to work in that field and then work until you retire because that's what you went to school for. And hopefully you're going to get paid a good amount of money for having that degree. But The reason most people go to school is to get the good job, right? That comes from having any degree. But does that degree make you any better or any different from those who don't have a degree? Does that degree in itself give you the permission to be, you know, better than someone or to look down on someone or, you know, does that separate you from the other human being next to you? No, really going to school and getting a degree shows that you are fully capable of learning, being taught something new, acquiring new knowledge, being a, being flexible, being an independent uh, learner to an extent, but not necessarily an independent thinker. People who go straight into work and who kind of make, make their own path in life tend to be the kind of people that think outside of the box and tend to be more independent learners than those of us who go to school. And not to say that people who get degrees aren't independent thinkers because many of us are, we just don't recognize until later because you have to think a certain way and answer questions a certain way and write papers a certain way when you're in college. But people misconstrue that, especially if they haven't been to school and they think that they need those degrees to be important. They need those titles. They need those, um, external things in order to be heard, in order to matter, in order to make a difference, in order for their journey and their life to be meaningful. And that is so far from the truth. My husband, for instance, he didn't go to college. Well, he went, I think, for the first, I think, semester and decided it wasn't for him. And my husband is extremely intelligent and he got straight A's and just decided he was literally bored. And if that is what his life was going to be in college, he would rather just go off and work. And he comes up with the most brilliant of ideas. He helps me in so many ways with my own classwork and has understandings that I don't have. And I'm the one who went to school. So it doesn't change the value of of a person that he is or the ability he has to think and feel and speak and matter in this world. He is the most kind-hearted person I know. He is the most considerate person I know. He's also the most logical person that I know as well. So when it comes to how, how much you need to be worth something, how much you need to experience and do and show and have for you to be worth something is entirely up to you. It's not up to your parents. It's not up to your siblings, your spouse, your teacher, or anybody outside of yourself, because you have to be confident in you. You have to trust yourself and trust your own worth and be connected to that worth and be connected to the fact that your life has a purpose and your words matter. And even, 
excuse me. And at the end of the day, that is all that matters. And that self-worth, that confidence, that ability that you have to see yourself for who you truly are and to love yourself for who you are and to know that there are people out there that need you, that is all that matters. And that is all that you need to move forward to touch another person's life. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be this great monumentous moment where it's like hundreds of people at once. It can be just one person at a time. It can be a neighbor. It can be a friend. It can be a stranger. It can be just a bunch of people on the internet, one person at a time. It could be through YouTube, through Facebook, through any means of of social media that you want. It can be strictly an audio, like podcasting, but What matters is that your story is heard. What matters is that your journey is something that you share with the world because what you've been through, what you've experienced, what you know, good and bad, is something that's important and valuable and people need to hear that. People need to see you and hear you and know you. So that is what I really wanted to dig into today to make sure that you understand that you are worth something and your voice is worth something and everything you've experienced is so valuable to this world. And I want you to take some time over this next week and really think about what you've endured. Think about what you've overcome. Think about what has helped shape you to become who you are and how that can help somebody else become a better person, even if they're a person who is similar to you. Maybe you could help somebody to do things differently than you did so that they can get through it better than you did. Who knows, right? But just take time to think about that. Maybe jot some things down about I've been, you know, when I was 10, this happened. When I was 15, this happened. When I was 20, this happened. And these don't have to be all negative things, right? They don't even have to be negative. They could be positive things that you overcame. They could be positive moments where it started off negative or started off scary and became something amazing, right? It doesn't have to be like this doom and gloom thing, but If it is something negative that you went through, that also is valuable because life is never just all good. Life is also never all bad. Life is very gray and we go through a series of things. It's a roller coaster and what we endure, good and bad, helps shape us. It all works together to make us who we are and to shape our perspective of ourselves, of the world and those in it. And so your perspective and your journey can help truly shape somebody else's and give somebody else the confidence, the comfort and the capability to move forward in a different direction for their lives. So I want you to really think about that and just let me know. know, You're welcome to reach out to me on Facebook. I think my Instagram should be uh, at Coach Savannah Ray and um, my Facebook. I'm not quite sure. I feel like I changed it recently. I think it's still Savannah Ray Coaching, but there's so many Savannah Rays out there in the world. I probably will uh, alter that a bit too, but I'm going to put the links in my podcast to my Facebook, to my Instagram. You're welcome to tag me in something. You know, if you found something of value in this podcast or something that really struck you, feel free to message me, reach out to me, let me know if it was helpful for you or if you have questions where I can maybe help guide you because I kind of do that all the time where I just pop on Facebook and you know some people mention some things that uh, may resonate with something I can help them with or that I'm just like oh I'm really inspired to say something and I love 
love doing that. I do that quite frequently. So if you have something that you want to reach out to me about or that you want to connect with me about, by all means, feel free. Um, I do my best to be available to people. I'm not always online, but I definitely do try to check at least once a day. So feel free to reach out to me. And if this resonated with you at all, if it was at all helpful, definitely feel free to let me know. And I will talk to you all next week. You, you all have an amazing day, an amazing weekend, an amazing week, whichever day it is that you are listening to this podcast. Have an amazing one. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, my warrior women, I hope that was able to help somebody out there. And as usual, if today's episode resonated with you, if it was able to help you in any way and you want to share that with me, then I would love to hear from you. So just send me an email or hit me up on Facebook Messenger and let me know what you think, okay? Okay. And for those of you that loved it, feel free to go ahead and leave me a good, good review. But before you go, for those of you who want to go deeper into your healing of your hearts and moving from a space of surviving to a space of thriving after your loss, then I invite you to join me in my Art of Healing workshop, where I'm going to walk you through the things that I did to help me go from not only dealing with all the crap that people said, but helped me redefine my power and my purpose as a woman, as a mother, and as a human being. So if that sounds like you, then just sign up using the link in the description, okay? Cool. And in the meantime, I hope that you all beautiful souls have a wonderful week full of health, hope, and healing. And I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.